Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you even planning on going to the rehearsal for a music video? No. Happy fucking New Year. It's twenty twenty three. Can you believe it? I can't even believe it. It feels like the last few years have been like a real troll in so many ways. It feels like, honestly, the big man up in the sky could just rip open this, the, the clouds right now and be like, LOL, you've been in hell since 2017. And I'd be like, you know what? You got me. I, I had my suspicions, but you got me. And But here's hoping. Here's hoping that 2023 brings something a little bit different for us all. I, <laughs> fingers and toes crossed on that one. Um, so, hey. Hi. I This episode is going to be part two of the continuation of the incredible episode that I did last week where I asked some of your favorite podcasters and internet people which thing they were going to be leaving in 2022 from the pop culture space. And yeah, we're back again with our second and final part. I'm really excited. You're going to be listening to Beyond the Blinds, my friend Brittany Pierre. She has a great TikTok. Um, you know, the whole more, many more. Okay. Two more, two more, <laughs> but I'm going to leave those up to you guys to check those out. But also, as last week, and really with any episode that I have a guest on, the information for the guests is in the episode description, and they're in order, so you can find links to all of their socials and all of that. But before we get into the main event, I just wanted to talk about a couple things, just, you know, soft launch myself back into the podcasting space, because I had a whole... Oh my God, a whole five days off. I cannot even believe that I'm saying this. It's wild to me. This is like by far the longest I've taken um, off 
even having gone on vacations um, since I started the podcast. And it's just like wild that it's been so long, but we're back, baby. We're back. Um, I really wasn't even going to talk about anything, but two things happened. One, another incredible episode of Real Housewives of Miami that I'll get to in a second. But two, we ended the year, Greta Thunberg, so clean. Can I get a hell yeah of 2022? Like just at the end, just rolling into the end of the year, Greta, 19-year-old environmental activist Greta Thunberg came through with, I mean, bitch, give it up. I mean, I can't imagine that you don't know the story by now, but if you don't, I'm going to have to tell it because it's just so good. It's just so good. I'm so proud of my girl. Let's get into it. Y'all know who Greta Thunberg is, right? Like, she's that young um, Dutch, I'm assuming. I don't know. She's got braids. Girl who is very mad at all of us because we've been ruining this earth and she's not happy she's not happy about it at all um she was on twitter just minding her damn business as she's wont to do so you guys know that you know twitter has been i mean just a real hellscape for several weeks now because of that south african bitch that i just like i can't even get into him he cleansing breath um but he's been running or something twitter for quite some time and as part of that he's bringing all his girls back all the white supremacists all the people who are banned for doing like morally morally reprehensible things he's like come on back girls the party's over here and one of those people who uh was unbanned was andrew tate a just incredible misogynist like If you are of the kind, and I imagine that probably 97% of this podcast listenership is, that you hear somebody say, oh, I listen to podcasts, I love Joe Rogan, and you internally cringe inside, or maybe outwardly, you know, um, it would be fair. Andrew Tate is that kind of dude. He's like a total misogynist. He is like racist, just like a lump I think he does boxing, kickboxing, ultimate fighting, or he pretends to. I don't know. He's just like one of those, like the ultimate douchebag that you could possibly imagine. That is Andrew Tate. He's got an incredibly large following of young men who are like in the manosphere, who are like incels, that kind of vibe. So he was let back into Twitter's hellscape. And for some reason, he decides to take a swipe at... 19-year-old Greta Thunberg for, like, no reason. Like, just tweeting a picture of his 33 cars. Hello at Greta Thunberg. I have 33 cars. My Bugatti has a, a, whatever, quad turbo bullshit, Ferrari bullshit, whatever. This is just a start. Please provide your email address so I can send a complete list of my car collection and their respective enormous emissions. Okay, so then she quote tweets him and responds, yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com. Now, like, let's really unpack this. This picture from Andrew is of him with, uh, I guess, a bukkake. Who cares? It could be a bukkake for all I know. But he's putting a um, gas, he's at the gas station. He's at the gas station putting gas into this car in a picture with like a was it snakeskin? Ew, a snakeskin leather moto jacket. 
and skinny jeans and just staring at the he looks like if somebody was like can you draw a picture of what you think common and um who's the guy from uh jason statham yes it draw a picture of what you think common and jason statham would look like combined but with your non-dominant hand like the man looks wild he sent this tweet at 4.58 in the morning. <laughs> what were you thinking about? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet a 19-year-old environmental a- activist. And she's really, ooh, I'm really going to do that shit. Not to, like, give anybody this sort of advice, but I feel like if you're going to bully a child, you should maybe do it between the hours of, like, 8 p.m., to maybe 1.30, if you're going to do it. Now, there have also been um, conversations about, you know, why do we talk about people having small penises when we want to condemn people? Or even if they're very awful, we shouldn't talk about people having a small dick. <sighs> okay. I mean, sure. Sure. But, like, am I going to, like... Uh, Finger wag at Greta Thunberg for because this man came for her. You can say what it left the chopper spray girl, you know, or I don't know if it's some sort of steam powered chopper, but whatever you're doing, let it spray. And for what it's worth, I didn't feel like anybody was talking about what he said back to her, which is um, this video of him in a fucking Versace uh, bathrobe in like a leather bound chair and a leather bound room with a leather bound cigar probably. And he goes, thank you for confirming via your email address that you have a small penis at Greta Thunberg. The world was curious. And I do agree that you should get a life heart emoji. So he's posted a video to a 19 year old girl in a Versace bathrobe smoking a cigar. And he's telling her to get a life. With a heart emoji at the end of it. I mean, I've never seen shit like this in my life. The audacity. But you know what? Where there's a will, there's a way. And that way came in the form of a pizza box. Because um, turns out the authorities have been looking for Mr. Tate for quite some time. On charges of human trafficking. And they were able to locate that he was in fact in Romania as rumored. Because of the pizza box of a Romanian pizza chain that he apparently put in the video. So, um, you want to check out videos of him and his brother getting arrested once they pinpointed his location. Please look. It's incredible. Just, just incredible work. Now, you guys know that I am obsessed with people who go so hard in step one and clearly don't ever think about step two. They never cover the tracks and they're just like, well, <laughs> well, I guess we'll just see what happens when people find me. You know, your, your regular scammers, your Caroline, Cal- Caroline Calloway's back, you guys back and trying to manically sell what I'm assuming is a, um, three quarter box of tarot cards that she found in the, probably on her floor somewhere. And I was like, I really need to make a quick buck. And um, so I'm going to be selling uh, tarot cards with messages or my signature on them. And I'm going to mail them to people for 15 bucks a pop. 
And she also claimed to have some sort of documentary or something. I don't know. Some sort of production coming out about her, but they haven't paid her yet. So, you know, it seems like nothing's changed with our girl. Anyway, the point is, like, bro, why the fuck would you be going tit for tat on a public social media platform with anybody when you're on the fucking run? You fucking idiot. Like, are you serious? You're so stupid. And you know what? Oh, that little braided girl got the last laugh by saying, this is what happens when you don't recycle your pizza boxes. Wow. Wow. Incredible work. Hell yeah. Oh, and by the way, to make the story even sweeter, apparently Romania just recently or in the fairly recent past passed a human trafficking law, and the acronym for that law is Greta. <laughs> God bless. God bless. All right, let's get into my mini recap of Real Housewives in Miami. I am pretty sure, 95% sure that... Next Monday, I'll be replacing the Winter House and uh, whatever uh, Kardashians (laughs) recaps that I was doing. Oh, by the way, Kardashian drama. Um, It looks like, oh, God, you guys, I really hate, I should have launched this a little bit softer, but um, it seems like Chris and Corey may have broken up. I am devastated. And yes, I am laughing, but I'm not kidding. I'm devastated. (laughs) Their love, or whatever the fuck that was, was something that could not be matched. I loved their, um, you know, curvy, soft thighs. I loved their um, matching ensembles when they would be on Tommy Hilfiger's yacht. I loved their you know, Met Gala appearances and, you know, just really going to be tough for me. I I miss Corey. Like how was Corey, how were Corey and Kylie going to navigate their relationship with each other? Cause they were quite close. Like how, how was all that? Like, how am I going to work? Why didn't they tell me? Why wasn't I sat down and told about this? I'm, I'm, (laughs) this better not be true. Um, where was I going with this? I'm really all turned around. Oh, Miami. Miami. Oh, yeah. So I will be uh, replacing Miami with, um, Winter House and Kardashians for Monday's episode. So, yeah. With that, let's do our mini recap. Because, God, these episodes are incredible. And I'm actually really surprised that they... I don't know. I, I, I think we need to bring our girls up to the big leagues. A bravo. And I also feel like maybe it was a mistake to... I don't know. Do you guys think it was a mistake to release four episodes all at once? Because I think... I don't know. I feel like they were maybe not expecting people to be as into the season. But I am just flabbergasted at every turn of what we're watching. So let's get into it. The last we left... Um, and I, by the way, you guys, I did a whole Miami recap, uh, Friday's episodes. It was about the first six episodes of Miami this season. And then, yeah, now we're doing episode seven. So last time we left Lisa, they, the girls were in Key West. 
Lisa had to leave early because her whole shit got torn to fucking pieces in a matter of what seems like uh, 36 hours. And, you know, the, ooh, it's, it's real bad. Marina, the mother-in-law, and the kids are out in the garage, in the driveway. Uh, new 25-year-old girlfriend's being shuttled in in the back of the Rolls Royce with the driver. The nanny's, Lisa's trying to get the nanny to get into the main bedroom, but she's been relegated to the guest house. It's just been a, a total, total shambles. Um, Alexia and Julia are still getting into it over... Alexia just being like, oh, you and all Russian women are prostitutes. And whether or not dating a drug dealer, as Alexia did, is more morally corrupt than being a Russian prostitute. Which we have to clarify, Julia has never been. <laughs> so. <laughs> but then Alexia hits uh, Adriana with a little brr, brr, by saying, actually, I think the most morally corrupt thing would be um, dating a man who's already married which they have been claiming uh, uh, Adriana has been doing with this new man, Terry. They've been saying, oh, he's married and he's got three whole kids and uh, watch your back, girl. Now, Adriana, I still don't understand or I don't think she understands the point. She keeps saying all of these women are married or they have partners and why don't they just leave me alone and try and be happy? I'm trying to break through my four month rule of, you know, and, and trying to get laid here. Why don't they just leave me alone? It's like, well, they are looking out for your best interests. They are trying to make sure that you aren't pursuing, actively pursuing a relationship with a man who has a wife and a family. I think that's fair. I don't think they're like really trying to dog you out here, but you seem to act like they're attacking you and like they have it all. Why can't they just leave me with my crumbs? And it's like, okay, kind of giving that you maybe just want, you don't care <laughs> if he's married or not, which maybe you should just say that. Just seems like if you're a grown ass woman who's making a big deal about a four month rule before you have sex with somebody, you would also care about whether or not they were married legally, but I, I don't know. Anyway, Alexia and Julia are going at it and truly out of nowhere. Like I rewound it and there was no context to this. Alexia just says, well, I'm always going to be in the spotlight because I was born a star. What? <laughs> so Gertie makes a face Kind of like, remember the face that Portia made when Kenya told everybody that she constantly gets stopped in the street because people think that she's Beyonce? Kind of like that. So Alexia actually catches Gertie looking, making that face and she goes, why are you looking like that? You don't think I'm constantly in spotlight because I'm a star? What's, what's your issue? So now Gertie's getting sensitive once again. And I, I feel like she 60% has a point, but then 40% is just like, Things get really lost in the shuffle with her. And I also think because this happens so frequently, people have less patience for her, which ends up once again in like a Jan Brady situation where people don't really respect her. I think Gertie maybe needs to get down to the bottom of why she feels so disrespected by Alexia and talk about that because then she ends up bringing up all this little stuff that doesn't really make sense. When I think there's really, like, there's a base going on there. There's a foundation of, like, she clearly feels some type of way about the way Alexia treats her. And then everything is, like, now she's, now Alexia is, like, the bitch eating crackers to her. But all people hear is this little stuff that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? 
So we find out that it's Formula One weekend in Miami and Lars is going to be hosting a party at the Versace mansion. They've spoken to Lisa. Lisa wants to hang out that weekend, but the girls are like, "Mm, we don't think that's a good idea. Lenny's already made it pretty clear that he's going to be out with his new girl during Formula One weekend. And the risk of them running into each other is just like, not worth it. Right. Lars is like, I think she should go and live her best life. I don't see what the issue is. (laughs) God bless her. So then Gertie, and this is what I mean, she starts getting activated at the table about how, you know, everybody gets the microphone, some people get the microphone and everybody listens, but then other people get the microphone and not everybody cares. And they're just like, wait, where is this all coming from? Everybody's confused. Kiki gets it exactly right, which is that like, like I said, instead of what saying the problem is directly, Gertie will talk around the issue. She'll make all these facial expressions, pull her face and all these you know, Jim Carrey-esque ways and expect everybody to understand what she's really trying to say. So then, later we see Adriana calling Terry. Terry, the uh, boyfriend in training or something. Um, He's on a, what, a uh, (laughs) 240-day trial period. Um, 120. Okay, don't come for me. That was six months. And I hear it now, 120 day trial period. Um, but like Alexia said, you're, he, this man's married. Marisol is the one who told me. So she calls him on FaceTime. They're walking to dinner. She's with Julia and Kiki and she gets him on speakerphone and is like, Hey, um, I know that your mom just died. Hasn't even been buried yet, but just wanted to check in because everybody's asking and saying that you are married. So what's good? He says, I've been separated for five years. And so she's like, okay, but are you legally separated? Are you divorced? He goes, divorced? No, 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 no. It's been three years. So have you been divorced for three years? Yeah, no. (laughs) Okay. I would never do that to you. Like if I were in a relationship. Okay. Okay. I guess. Why would you say I've been separated for five years if you've been divorced? You know, why don't you just say I've been divorced for three years rather than I've been separated for five, which, you know, because the divorce is clearly the more final. Like that's the one I want the answer to. (laughs) We, I don't get the separation. I don't care. I just need to know when you got divorced. You feel me? I love that Kiki was trying to pull uh, um, Julia away from the conversation so that Adriana could have a private moment, but she just stood there. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we should leave now, but just hold on. (laughs) Just going to stand here real quick. Listen, I'm not going to move. Not going to move. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to listen here. Thank you. So when she gets to the table, Adriana's feeling like super confident, right? She's telling the ladies, hey, I'm going to film my music video for Fire. It's going to be on a yacht. You guys are going to be doing choreo. You're all going to be, you know, invited and actively participating in this music video. And I just like was wondering, did they know about this prior to it? Or were you just announcing that they were going to be in the music video and that they had to learn choreography? Baby. Am I getting paid for this? Like, what's... Am I getting wardrobe, makeup? Like, what's happening? 
But then she tells the ladies, oh, I just got off the phone with Terry. Uh, Julia and Kiki heard. This is what he said. He said he's been divorced for almost three years at this point. And Alexia and Marisol are like, uh-huh. Are you sure? Are you sure? Because, um, Alexia, I, I just happen to have a screenshot of the man's marriage license just at the ready on my phone. <laughs> This is wild. This is a wild thing to do to somebody. And this is what Adriana doesn't understand. You should be upset that Alexia has this man's marriage license on her phone. Low downloaded. And probably in a folder so that she could open it. It might even be in like a quick launch button on her home screen. That's what you should be mad about. Not the fact that she's like trying to protect you. I mean, this is not protection. This is She's trying to embarrass you. But this is what you should be mad about, Adriana, if you're listening. Somebody at the table was like, well, you got this online, but, you know, how often do they update their records of a marriage license? And I think Kiki goes, well, must be three years. <laughs> so, Alexia says in a confessional, I got that from MiamiDade.gov. Okay, that's, a, that's my source, so... My God. So then the ladies get a call from Lisa and she's like, you know, I'm back in the house. I was looking around. I found some evidence. I looked in our movie theater. There were two bottles of wine. Um, you know, things are not good. The Marisol says in a confessional, I never liked him. Lenny never liked him. And you know what? Lisa told me that a lot of people also felt that way, that they also didn't like Lenny. So now I feel better because now I'm not, I know I'm not the only one. Once they get off the phone with Lisa, Alexia says that, listen, right now, Lenny and Lisa are both really vulnerable in the moment. And Julia goes, he can shove it up his ass. Like, damn right, Julia. Like, fuck him. He's vulnerable. Please. The man has never been vulnerable in his life. He's been vulnerable to uh, skin cancer. <laughs> And, and um, too tight pulling of his face. That's about it. And I gotta say, shout out to Princess. We were talking about, like, you know, if you're gonna be a city girl, you gotta do it right, okay? Listen, let, let's let's get into the, you know, let's, let's just be honest here. This is a safe space where we can be, like, pretty transparent about the situation, right? Okay? Okay? Listen, not, not a one of us, Okay? Not a one of us thought that Lenny and Lisa were going to make it. I mean, shocking that they made it to the 15-year mark. J truly, truly a miracle that they made. These people were not written in the stars. They're not dancing with the stars. Nothing about this relationship was anything but an agreement and an arrangement and something that was wrapped up in something that looked like a family. These were two people that had two children together which is the difference, okay? <laughs> Let's just be real here. With that being said, the way this is playing out and the way that Lenny is just absolutely fucking wilding is like shocking, truly shocking. Um, ugh, do I feel bad for Lisa? Ish, ish. <laughs> but here's like, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna run game, like this. Here's where here's where Lisa fucked up, okay? Lisa fucked up by marrying this man too young. You, I 
I didn't watch a whole lot of the early seasons of Miami. I think I watched one and two or maybe one and three. And then I dive in. So I don't know their whole story. But I'm assuming through my Google search that Lenny was not married prior to his relationship with Lisa. They met when she was like a 20-year-old cocktail waitress or something. And here's the thing. With a man like Lenny, you got to be wife number three. Okay? Because you can't marry a dude like, because he's what, 56? She's 30, 26? Okay, so he was like maybe like 40, mid-40s when they got married, right? Um, Too old. That's too old. That's too old. Because you want to have kids. It's like the 20s and 40s is too much of a difference. It just doesn't, it's not going to come out that way. It's just not going to work out that way, right? So here's what you got to do. Like, you got to be wife number three. You got to meet him when you're in your 30s. Because the first two girls are always going to be in their 20s. He's going to want to get that thing back. But then after wife number two, he's not going to be able to do that anymore. So he's got to get a little older. And he's got to start settling down, you know, in his, you know. Mid mid to late 50s, early 60s. Because he's a young boy and up until then. <laughs> but this is, you got to be wife number three with a guy like Lenny. And that's just free game for me to you. But with that, like, I'm going to offer you some more free game. With that, you got to come correct, right? Because he probably had kids with at least one, but probably those two other, you know, bitches. I'm using air quotes in his past. And so, you know, you can't come wanting kids. So, you know, he's already paying private school for two, three, four kids at this point, maybe even five. He can't afford it, right? So you got to come like with a career of your own, at least some kind of fashion blog or something like that and be able to buy nice things. But like he, he will, he'll get you a Birkin like maybe once or twice a year. That's all you can expect. You're not getting the, the Puget watch like a uh, girlfriend number two. That's not happening, okay? You're going to have to lower your expectations. He'll still treat you nice. And he'll be grateful that you're not bringing in any snot-nosed kids. So you'll get, like, the nice vacations and things like that. You guys will have a much easier life. It's just his dick's not going to work. And you're not going to get as much money. So, you know, we all have to compromise. (laughs) And we all just have to be honest about meeting each other where we're at. So, again, free game lesson for me to you. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you another thing. In terms of your expectations, okay? He's not going to get you a new house, okay? You're going to get maybe 50 to 100K on the renovation and spend it wisely. And he will be grateful. You're not going to be happy. But it'll it'll work, okay? That's my word to the wise for if anybody wants to be Lenny's third wife, just there you go. Okay, so the ladies go to a shaman. They all think he looks like baby Jesus. Larsa was concerned that he would be able to walk on water. Um, didn't seem like that was going to happen. Everybody ends up crying. He gives them an activity, which they are supposed to talk about what they let go of. I don't really think anybody adhered to those rules. It just seemed like a lot of tears and a lot of like them just like letting it all out, which, you know, good for you. I just don't think that they were following the rules. Anyway, um... What happens after that? Okay, so Adriana has a rehearsal or attempts to have a rehearsal at the dance studio for her music video. The only person who arrives out of all the housewives is Kiki. Kiki in a leather kind of Aaliyah-inspired cage halter top or something. It was giving. I was just very confused. But um, (laughs) 
Adriana's not happy because nobody but Kiki showed up. For some reason, her music video director, a guy with a camera strapped to his back, and what I'm assuming is the assistant of the director or something, show up to this dance rehearsal and the music director is pissed. What are we going to do tomorrow? They, they're not coming to the rehearsal and how they're not going to be prepared for the choreography. How are we going to make this work, Adriana? <laughs> like, well, first of all, what is the cameraman doing here? First of all, who are you? Who are you? You're not McGee. You'll be fine. Sir, this, she, man, sir, this is not Candace Dillard Bassett here. The stakes are low here. The stakes are very low. We're working in the, I mean, this is not even Countess Luann. We're maybe in a, um, ooh, like a Kim's, like a ring didn't mean a thing. Not even a don't do, don't be tardy. This is a ring didn't mean a thing territory. You'll be fine. So then we cut to Larsa, Marisol, and Alexia, who are all having lunch together when they should be at the rehearsal. <laughs> for Adriana's music video and they're like yeah no what wasn't gonna come Alexia at one point is like I'm Cuban I'll just pick up the the music or the dance it's it's fine I was was like I I wasn't gonna go to that (laughs) are you kidding no (laughs) at the end of the episode y'all we get all of this tea like I can't even believe it so okay they're they're at lunch, right? Larsa tells the girls they went out that weekend. It's Formula One weekend. She went out with Lisa. They ran into Lenny at the club. Things got ugly. So then we see Lisa having lunch with Marina, her mother-in-law, Lenny's mama, right? Not only does Marina apologize to Lisa for what's going on, she's like, I don't understand what's happening. It must be a midlife crisis with Lenny because I just can't make sense of what else could be happening with him? Well, Lisa says in a confessional that it's embarrassing. Like at this point, Lenny's being really embarrassing. He's a public person behaving real uh, performatively in the public space. And she just doesn't understand why he's acting like this. Like, why is he going around the city of Miami flaunting this new relationship? Well, Lisa tells Marina that she ran into Lenny and his new girlfriend and she went up to them was like, Lenny, what are you doing? Uh, girlfriend, why are you being a homewrecker? What's wrong with you? Why are you so evil? And then that girl just licked her lips. And Marina's like, I'm disgusted. <laughs> How could he do this? How could he do this? So then Larsa tells uh, Alexia and Marisol her side of the story, which is that she was just sitting in the VIP or whatever, she looks over, sees Lenny walk in with his girlfriend, and is like, oh shit, about to have a heart attack, right? So she texts Lisa and was like, uh, hey, where are you? And Lisa's like, I'm in the bathroom. And now Larsa's like, fuck, she's obviously going to have to leave the bathroom. They're going to run into each other. This is not great. And so then she just like kind of saw what happened. Lisa was recording. Not good. Um, by the way, I think you guys can go to probably Queens of Bravo or type it into Twitter or something. You can see this video. You can see the video. Lisa <laughs> literally in the middle of the club, the girl standing there. He she's circling around Lenny, like, what's going on? He's like has a very strange reaction. He's 
kind of telling her to, you know, chill, leave me alone or whatever. But his reaction is so, like, calm, smiley, almost, like, trying to be sweet. It was an odd reaction, but this is an odd situation, for sure. Um, She says, I, I lost it. You can see that video, you guys. Oh, my gosh. So then... Lisa says, I really should have known the first time he cheated. And then we see a flashback from last season's finale, or a reunion rather, where Lisa's telling this story. She's been telling this story about how Lenny emotionally cheated on her eight years ago. She found text messages, blah, blah, blah. At one point, Lenny said, I'm not in love with you anymore. Lisa falls to the ground because this man is her whole world. It's just like a whole situation. Not great. So... They're like Lisa, excuse me, Larsa, Alexia, and uh, Marisol are like, okay, like, don't you feel like this has been going on for longer? It's just so abrupt. I just feel like Lenny's probably been dropping hints to Lisa for a long time, and she's been ignoring it and that maybe he started to be like hey you need to start telling your friends you need to start going public with this because i'm about to go public with it Hmm. so the episode ends with larsa being like oh hey guys you guys want to hear some more tea um my friend reached out to me and said that she found julia at surf club making out with some man (laughs) just just slide that in real quick just real quick Oh my god, I cannot wait to find out what happens. Ooh, oh my gosh. Okay, the rest of the episode, you guys, is so fun. So fun. I'm excited for you guys to listen. I hope you like it. Once again, check out the uh, episode description for the links to everybody's social. And um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for Should speaking. Acquaintance be forgotten. Never brought to mind. Should old acquaintance be forgotten? All right, you guys. Welcome to the stage, Brittany Pierre. Hi, girl. How are you doing? Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? Oh, you know, it's been a year. It really, really has. And um, I really felt compelled to ask you this incredible question that I created all of my own. What are you leaving in 2022? Well, Kara, like, there's just so many things that need to be left behind. <laughs> I am going to start off with um, Andy Cohen. I need him Ooh. to stop hosting Housewives reunions. Wow. Okay. This I know. is really sure. great, Brittany, because <laughs> I was thinking of a list of my own, and that was the first thing that came to mind. And <laughs> very specifically, I was like, Andy Cohen. And I need him to stop hosting his reunions. <laughs> so let's get into it, shall we? Yes, um, let's do that. You know, I think that, I think he's run his course. How? What are your feelings about this? Yeah, I just feel like it was fun in the beginning, but now it's been like 15 years now. And I just feel like he has too much of allegiance to certain housewives and also, when it comes to, like, women of color, he just doesn't have the mental capacity 
or just the knowledge to ask certain questions that people might have. Like even when you have like Beverly Hills, like there was just a very big complex issue that was happening. And Andy Cohen wasn't the messenger to like sit there and and figure it out. And it's so apparent because how much of a backlash (laughs) happens afterwards. So yeah, yeah, I just feel like it's time. It's time for some like to shake it up a little bit, you know? What do you think would make for a good host? You don't have to be specific about who you think should do it, but what do you think it takes? Yeah, I know. Like, because I watch so many other reunions and I'm always like, Love is Blind reunion is so bad. Like, I have so many ideas how they can make that better. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely need someone that knows the show because there are some housewives, like other shows that have reunion hosts that don't watch the show. Clearly, they just have notes that people right. give them mm-hmm. um, and have a vast knowledge to talk about complex issues when it comes to race and, um, you know, other really difficult, challenging topics to discuss. I just don't think Andy's the one for it. Do you think that we could keep him on for um for lack of a better term a lower tier show like if housewives is top tier Uh and everybody else is below them like do we keep him on for summer house yeah yeah Yeah. i think that's fine yeah yeah oh this is this is great and also i would like to just uh tack on to this um can we can we stop with john mayer can we just not like oh my God, I'm really yeah. being force fed this relationship with John Mayer? I don't care. It is on site with that man. I don't see it for John. I don't see it for him since he said in that Rolling Stone uh, interview that he had a Benetton heart. Right. And I just don't know why we keep forcing this issue. Like he's fucking America's sweetheart when he's not. And I need Andy to stop. And I need Andy to stop with these cavalcade of white straight men. And whatever um, Michael, what's his face is, Rappaport, uh, whatever creature he is, enough, enough. We've had it, like, we don't even ask for these guys to be no. on the show. <laughs> no. I don't understand why that, and it's like, Michael Rappaport's on, like, at least once a quarter. It's Wait, too like, much. He stays posted up outside of the Watch What Happens Live studio. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get I don't it either. Get it. He's not funny. He doesn't bring anything to the table. Like I, and I have a personal vendetta against him. So I definitely As should. As we all should. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So what was next on your list? Next on my list is I am tired of Pete Davidson's love life. Mm. I, I like, it's so predictable now. The fact that we can kind of predict who is going to date next. Yeah. Is just it's so i don't know i i I just want him to shake it up a little bit like give us someone that we did not expect like date share like i'll be like what he's dating share that would blow my mind well share's taken as you guys all know um she's now dating amber rose's baby daddy not Wiz khalifa the other one um and so so that's a whole thing but yeah who would you be excited to see pete davidson date uh outside of share um okay so this is a controversial opinion but i would love this would break the internet if he got with hillary clinton (laughs) 
if he was the reason Hillary finally left Bill Clinton and she had like this wild hot girl summer and started dating Pete Davidson for like a hot second, I think that would break. We will all collectively be like, what universe are we on and how did this happen? What is going on? But I want Hillary to just have one like good summer, you know, one last good summer. Like honestly, you know. I I don't know who I could have possibly <laughs> expected you to say, and it, Hillary was not one of. <laughs> I know. I mean, he had a tattoo of her, he does so I have feel a like. <laughs> I I really love that. Um, who was your favorite ex girlfriend of, or who was your favorite relationship of Pete's? I still love his relationship with Ariana. I know it, it was, was so legendary. good. Yeah, it was. It was just like the perfect amount of chaos. It didn't make sense. I love that she like very quickly got this very expensive apartment on the High Line in New York. He was like, I cannot afford to live here, but I will. <laughs> That was a lot of fun for me. It was. I wanted them to get married and have this crazy wedding. Yes. I thought this was going to make sense, but I get why it didn't work out. I wanted them to get married so bad. Yeah. Can I knew the wedding would be fabulous. The wedding would have been one for the books. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. For sure. Oh my gosh. Okay. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, what do you got next for me, girl? Next is the Cuffit Dance. Mm, great. I love that. <laughs> because love that. it's a, enough is enough, you know? Like, everyone yeah. has done it. Yeah. I, it's just, and no one does it right. And it's all over my feed. And I'm just like, we've been doing this since September. <laughs> I need you guys to move on. We really have. I still get a real kick out of the housewives doing it and this reminds me i've got to post one of ashley darby right after we hop off this um but (laughs) but um yeah no i'm totally with you i mean i do what i don't understand one of the greatest mysteries of life is how is that dance so easy and yet everybody gets it so wrong (laughs) i don't know it doesn't make I really sense. do not know. And the funny thing is because I watched someone when it first like went viral, there was a girl who was like struggling, like she kept making videos of her yes. progress. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I was like, wait a minute, can I even do it? And so yeah. like I did, I, I watched myself do it. I was like, okay, I can, I can do it. This isn't difficult for me, but apparently it is very difficult for everyone else. It seems to be a struggle. I, I mean, I, it is hard for me to say goodbye to the housewives doing it. I really loved um, <laughs> Nini. Nini was a favorite. Teresa Judice was a yeah. real good one. Um, that was that was something. And didn't she just do Dancing with the Stars? She had just done it. And I so- mean, I don't... Teresa's not someone that takes notes and keeps us, you know? That's a very kind way of putting it. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Hit me hit me again. What you got, girl? <laughs> my next one is the discourse on Nepo babies. Oh, okay. A fresh one. A fresh one. I have yet to read the article, but it is in my in my window. Is it was the article worth the read? The article's worth the read. Um, but you know, like any person that knows pop culture very well knows that like Hollywood is like its roots are in nepotism. I don't know why this is such a big issue for everyone to comprehend. Like everyone in Hollywood is related to someone famous. 
I, I agree. Like we're acting like, you know, these kids just cropped up. Like all of, we can go back just one generation and, and write this story all over again. Like it's, it's fine. Like, you know, so many people like Drew Barrymore, like we can get into that. Like, okay. I mean, <laughs> like we really want to talk about it, but um, yeah, I, I agree. Like it, people are acting like this is brand new information and I'm confusion. Right. And I get it. They're like, but they're not really good at their jobs. Yeah. Like there's a lot that are not very good at the job. Like I just, it's not, it's not surprising that they would get the job and not do really well at it. And I just, and every time they like ask, you know, one of them like, well, how do you respond to like the nepotism discourse? And then they give a really bad answer. And it's just like, you guys are setting them up for failure. Like, I agree. And I'm going to do like possibly a hot take, but I think you're going to be on my, my wave about this. Mm -hmm. So with all the colorism conversation surrounding Real Housewives of Potomac, a lot of people are calling for, you know, the green eyed bandits and Ashley and even Karen to some extent to like address these colorism issue or, you know, allegations. And to me, I just feel like they're never going to say I'm a colorist. So why do we keep asking them to, you know, it's never, we're never, they're never going to say, yeah, I am, you know? So like, why do we, why do we keep making this an issue? So like the same with nepotism babies, like there's no answer that really is going to be rooted in reality because they're never going to get it. So why even bother? They all think they worked really hard to get to where they are. And we're just going to have to accept it. They just have very different, idea of what hard working is <laughs> like the ke- classic Kendall Jenner you know I you know people didn't want me because of my name and I had to take my last name off of my my card <laughs> you know to separate myself from the family and you know I had to work that much harder than those models because people didn't actually want me and it's like bitch come on come on <laughs> You see your mother on the yacht with Tommy Hilfiger girl mm-hmm. you're not struggling mm. Okay. And, but you know what? What really like cracks me up is when nepotism goes wrong. Like it just fumbles. Mm. Like going back to Housewives, like Gigi Hadid and Bella obviously became like supermodels, right? From the show. Correct. But then you have Lisa Renna's girls and like oh what's God. happening there. Brittany, did you see the the Twitter, the tweet of um, Georgina Sparks from Gossip Girl just like calling over and over the scene where she's like calling over and over and somebody was saying it was Lisa trying to get her kids on the nepotism baby article. <laughs> oh my God. They were left out of it. Oh my God. That's how much of a fumble they are. Right. Like, girl, we don't care that Delilah, Amelia, Belle, Hamlin, whatever you shaved your eyebrows okay like we're doing this like silent movie star eyebrow that's all you're giving that's all you've been giving us for years like listen when you were talking about how your mom and dad weren't um you know uh helpful towards your mental health journey and you had to get the nanny to help you or the housekeeper you know let's talk about that right let's get into that girl but other than that i mean good good you know you can you can stomp down the heatherette runway on fashion week and but that's it we don't need anything from you we don't totally don't great gowns beautiful gowns (laughs) that's really it i don't even know if it's beautiful gowns it's just kind of like meh gowns (laughs) they're there yeah they can't we can't take that away from them that's that's very true (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, Brittany, do you have anything else? On I your have list? one last one. All right, I'm excited. And it's the Kardashian and Jenners. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were they were the number one response last year and honestly, I think it worked. Yeah, I think it's slowly, I mean, we've had a lot of talk about like this might be like the end of the run for them. Not that they're going to go away completely, um right. but I think the dynasty is starting to like retire in these two absolutely yeah the the star has fallen significantly and people really tried to come for me about that and first of all i also would like to end the kardashian discourse because y'all can't have it both ways you can't be like oh you guys have been saying this shit every year and it hasn't happened but then also be the same people are like why are we talking about them all the time (laughs) listen shut the fuck up like we can't you don't exist in a world in which the Kardashians have not impacted your life in some way. I'm sorry. I I know you don't like that, but it's true. Instagram, social media culture, like you could have never watched an episode of that show, but they've impacted your life in some way. And (laughs) it hurts, but it's true. I'm sorry, but like, that's just the fact. Um, Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I like, what could they do that I would be interested in or you, what would you be interested in seeing from them? Um, yeah like I honestly don't even know because it's just it's the same thing I've never found them to be particularly interesting like I was always amazed how many of my friends actually watched the show no disrespect to anyone that watches their show but I'm like it just seemed really boring but I understand they have like this glamorous life and I love the fact that they are very strong family knit fam you know a family Mm -hmm. knit a strong family knit sorry um and that's what i do love about them like they will always defend each other they always have each other's back i think that's great um but other than that i'm like okay the fashion's going down majorly the like fashion needle that they did used to push is no longer being nudged anymore um the storylines i'm like okay how many times are we going to push tristan to like have a baby with someone else it's just okay that that's happened multiple times and i don't know who they can date next that's gonna be like groundbreaking and interesting i mean how do you go after like she dated kanye west and he is so out there that there's no way of coming back like it's just yeah so much yeah i don't i honestly don't know i i can't get it up for them even though i recap that damn show every fucking episode that it is i just like i don't i don't understand what it is that they could do next that would really move the needle for anybody i know and they're even like their social media is not even that great anymore like i used to feel like their social media was top notch and now it's just kind of like stale which is Mm -hmm. surprising um I just think maybe go away for a little bit and then like have a comeback. I they would have a better comeback than like Paris Hilton has been trying to do because of how long they've been around. Like their right. comeback would be great. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Can you believe that we live in a world in which, like, Kathy has more star power than Paris? Wow. I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> at least she does in my life. <laughs> I guess I can speak for everybody. but I mean, it's true. It, the, <laughs> the pendulum has swung with Paris to even Kim so far right. and now Kathy it's just crazy yeah somebody um had a really great TikTok talking about the their social media presence and how unrelatable and how it, it, Kylie's impact on Instagram like back in her like heyday mm-hmm. doesn't transfer to TikTok because TikTok people are looking for like the audience is looking for more relatability right but when kylie's posted up from her birkin closet it's just (laughs) you don't really want to see it it just doesn't really hit in the same way well there are the luxury life is still a thing on tiktok i just think we're over the kardashians i think that they're not giving us anything that's interesting anymore so then for them to do that we're just like oh we're just over it like there are people who do that and we love their content for it so right but there's a connection there that just isn't working for the kardashians like that danielle girl who has been like hawking the caviar with doritos like that's the kind of luxury that i want to get down on (laughs) you know well kim and north's tiktok seems to be doing a lot i you know what (laughs) North is carrying this family and if you guys don't see her on tiktok i don't know what to tell you you're missing out so much that little girl terrorizes her mother (laughs) any chance she gets and it's incredible it's everything that you want it to be i think that what they need to do and not yet but the shift has to go to the next generation of the kardashians and jenners or whatever they are. I don't know what they are. They all have different last names now, but right. like the next generation of them would be <laughs> ideal. I think they will give us a fresh look into their lives in a different way. 
I think constantly about the fact that the West kids don't have parents that have their last name. <laughs> like Wait. neither of their parents are West. It's Wait, weird. What? Like Kanye's name is Yay. It's not Kanye West. Oh, him changed her name. <laughs> so there are no real West. To be. It's strange. <laughs> I didn't think of that either. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah i'm with you north you know i've been saying this for years she's going to be the future but she can't do it her alone she really can't she can't but she is going to dominate hollywood you're going to talk about nepotism baby uh, that one is going to be one to watch out for and penelope i got my eye on penelope too in my mind penelope moves to new york and she just just godzilla's herself all over manhattan and i'm waiting <laughs> for it she would be great. I like her. I think she has a different personality compared to North, but I like her little video vlogs and stuff like that. She's she's an aesthetic girl. She really is. See, they need to be looking at their little ones to help them with their social media presence. <laughs> Whitney Houston has a whole song about this, kind of. <laughs> she wrote that song about Northwest. I'm going to tell you that. Right now. She wasn't born yet. You know, <laughs> it's a bit of disconnect, but she knew. She knew. <laughs> and I believe that. Oh my gosh. Brittany, these were excellent selections. I I really appreciate it. I every with every selection, everybody just makes me feel so good. This was refreshing. It honestly was. <laughs> I hope refreshing <laughs> in a good way. And not refreshing yes. like this is wild. But I thank you so much for having me on the show and letting me talk about things that I really wish would stay in 2022, but I know won't. But a girl can wish. A girl can wish. I will light a candle for you and manifest all of this for the new year. And I hope you have a happy holiday. I hope you do the same. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You guys, you know, I had to do it. I had to bring the king and queen of podcasting to tell me what it is that they want to leave in 2022. Kelly, Troy of Beyond the Blinds. Hey, guys. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> happy almost new year to us all i think it's been a long one especially for us in the celebrity and pop culture world we made it we did it so <laughs> congratulations <laughs> we white knuckled it but we're here it, barely barely right. kicking and screaming um i'm just gonna let you guys rip um kelly i'm gonna let the lady go first what is it that you are going to leave in 2022 now, is it personal or entertainment-wise? Anything you want. Anything at all. Okay, so I want people to stop dating Pete Davidson. Oh, okay. Okay. I would like, I would like that to be left in 2022. <laughs> um, that's I, I have a question like, for you. I have yeah. a question for you. What do you think, do, how in on the joke do you think Pete is? And this is for both of you. I mean, I think Pete knows exactly what he's doing, but he's like, so dopey that he can get away with people being like no pete just falls really hard mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, i feel the same way i think that pete knows exactly what he's doing he's very smart you don't just like fall into these relationships with the like over and over and over and pete loves attention that yeah. man loves to be famous people don't get mm. it yeah, I think people don't recognize that enough because they think, oh, he's ugly. So he should just be grateful or they believe that he's <laughs> ugly. So he yeah. should just be grateful for like whatever he gets. But to me, like he's always like, do you know at the end of um, Michael Jackson's Thriller music video where he like turns his head over his shoulders and it's like, oh, he was still the monster all along. That's what <laughs> I feel like Pete Davidson's doing. Like he knows. 
He knows. Yes. This. <laughs> so I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. Um, where, what do you, what do you think Pete's trajectory is? Let's just say like, even into the summer, what do you think he's doing? To be honest, I'm not sure. Like he has to become a movie star. And I don't know if he has a movie star quality because he doesn't have SNL anymore. So he's really going to have to be a movie star. Yeah, he's almost like in Jimmy Fallon's position back in the day where Hmm. that movie that he did with Queen Latifah, you know. Oh, God. What what were we going to do with that? Oh, Lord. So he kind of go into late night, but I don't think Pete has that. Or do you think that he could be the next James Corden? No, I don't think so. <laughs> that was such a quick like, answer. <laughs> he could create like a different field for himself, almost like a Jesus and Miro meets like traditional late night. I could be onto something here. Well, that's so funny, Kelly, that you brought up him being a movie star because he did. Remember, he tried that Judd Apatow movie, and I feel like people thought that was going to be. I I thought it was going to be like his big movie break like mm-hmm. yeah I was like oh this is it it's happening he's going to become a movie star and like who better than Judd Apatow to get him there because like he's such a Judd Apatow like star you know mm-hmm. and it like didn't happen like it didn't yeah. work out the way I thought and I will say he had a movie on Hulu it was called like Adolescence I forget what it was called but I actually liked that better than his Staten Island movie it was much more of like an indie film so Honestly, maybe he could do that, but indie films, like, I know you can become a movie superstar, but that's not usually, like, the trajectory, I guess. Mm. Right. Yeah, he seems like he wants to be the king of the indie movies, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm filing him under I don't know. He was good in Bodies, 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 but he was playing Pete Davidson. Like, it was literally him just showing up and reading lines as Pete, like, his character. And the, he even says a line in the movie, like, I look like I fuck. People look at me and they think I fuck. Like, he was oh, like, God. <laughs> Yuck. Um, do you feel like he hates Nicholas Braun because they're the two that are, like, fighting for each other's roles? Oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Maybe. Karen and I did see Nicholas Braun at front. We did. You did? moment. What a moment. Yeah, he was, we were, we were at brunch, but he was walking towards Ray's, which is his bar. Um, you know, I try not to slut shame people, but the man has ran through you guys. I just need you to know that. Yeah. He's so tall. He's very tall. Like freakishly. Yeah. He's like six, five or something. It's yeah. Um, I feel like, yeah, Nicholas Braun has a Pete Davidson, like a uh, voodoo doll that he just like six yeah. pins in he's like why can't i date emily radikowski like <laughs> why not me you know it, it probably really pisses him off <laughs> but then all of the um everything he does to the voodoo doll becomes something endearing about pete <laughs> yeah <laughs> like another tattoo yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do all of Kim's children's names on his neck that'll get him Oh, that was a really, really great entry. Do you have any um, follow-up questions about your hatred of Pete Davidson, Kelly? No, no follow-up. I don't hate Pete Davidson. <laughs> I just this like just in put this on radar <laughs> online. Famous podcaster Kelly Williams hates Pete Davidson. So I don't hate him. I just think he's so like overused as a tool, but people aren't sick of it yet, which I which confuses me. Right. 
do you think that he has like well is that fair i was about to to do something patriarchal so never mind never mind but yeah i'm I'm with you i think i'm done with pete officially i think i'm done also like what are your um both of y'all's opinions who broke up with who between kim and pete i think chris jenner broke up with pete yeah <laughs> me too i don't think and i think that the breakup date had been determined um sometime prior <laughs> right right <laughs> Ooh. okay all right troy are you ready I'm ready. All right. Troy, hit me. What are you going to be leaving in 2022? Well, first and foremost, I will have you know that my answer was P. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so we literally did choose the same answer. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> my answer was P, but I had a backup because I figured I just I thought we would both choose P. I just like knew. You knew your sister. You knew. <laughs> so my backup was um uh lazy pap photos. Oh, okay. Um, do we want to talk about Giselle Bunchen right now, or sure? Let's she, talk she can keep doing them. I want to say she can keep doing them. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually, I actually want to ask you guys because I've been seeing this on TikTok that there's been, and I don't really know anything about this FTX trading money crypto. I don't know what it is, but I know that there seems to be a connection between Tom and Giselle and this nerdy dude who just got arrested and there's been a lot of connections being made between uh giselle fleeing the country back to brazil which um side note does not have an extradition plan with the united states even though they have some sort of alliance apparently um and there seems to be a lot of connections between this man and them and it's not looking great have you heard anything about this i have i have not read anything about this it seems very scandalous. I'll put a link here in your direction. Okay. Yeah, I've seen headlines, but I haven't done more than click a head. Like, I haven't clicked it. Yeah, so the pap- paparazzi pictures are falling into this because apparently they're finding out that she has a deal with Daily Mail, allegedly, and that she has been doing a lot of photos of her um, happening to direct traffic towards her newly bought mansion and just like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be living here. But then there were some um, like real paparazzi pictures of uh, finding her and her kids at the airport fucking off to Brazil. And I don't know, something about the the stage pop. I guess she tried to say that those people were outside of her house. But then somebody just was like, oh, let me put her address into Google Maps. Oh, the house literally across the street has no gating. And it's just like a home. Somebody could literally like be 10 feet away. It's not like anybody was hiding in the bushes, Giselle. There are no bushes in this house right across the street. So you got caught on that one. Um, Very strange things happening, but I'm keeping my eye on it. Yeah, she, Giselle is infamous for a... uh... A, a sort of, I don't even know if I would call it lazy. I will say um, an uninspired paparazzi photo. Like, right. you know, her walking with a pumpkin and holding it with her kid. <laughs> you know, whatever the season is, she's like out walking with a big ass Christmas tree. Like, but you not know. in a spidey way. Not in a cheesy spidey no, way. No, not in a cheesy way. In a very like, you know, celebrity way, which is like annoying yeah do you have anybody else in mind who you think just does like bad paparazzi pictures um I think that all of the girls right now are just like kind of lazy (laughs) I think that the you know getting out and walking slowly to the door moment is like kind of done especially when you're in head to toe 
beat, like when you are styled, the <laughs> overstyling and the over, um, like the overdoneness of it is just so the opposite of like a cool paparazzi photo. Like it, right. it just takes I, I, the cool vibe out, you know? I'm totally with you. In my mind, I'm imagining in the very beginning of the pandemic, um, Melissa Gorga decided to do a photo shoot of her outside. Yeah. Yeah getting mail um in like the cutest athleisure like you can tell she did like a nice little daytime beat on her face like the ponytail was clearly professionally done yeah and it's like girl you can't look right down at the lens we see right. <laughs> it's too much it's like heavy like gone are the days of like you know Winona Ryder you know what I mean like right just, like, the cool paparazzi girl in her leather jacket now it's like so forced and so it's so sad. I mean, Imrata has to be probably one of the worst offenders. Of, oh my God. Mm-hmm. You know, like, my God, dude. Like, are you even pretending that this isn't something you paid money for? Julia Fox <laughs> also. Yes, yes. So, I, it's so funny because, like, I can rock with Julia Foxes. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> with Julia, it's camp. Is that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, something about M. Rada makes me feel like, I don't know, I just feel like the girls are never going to be a Mary-Kate and Ashley outside of some building with a cigarette in their hand and like a beat up Birkin in the other. <laughs> like, they can't have that impact. They're, the girls just aren't doing that. You literally hit the, you know, you knew what spot to tickle for me. You know what. I, I know what you want. Makes, I, you know I, what I makes my leg want. I know what you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was trying to explain. <laughs> days are over and it's sad i miss paparazzi pictures like that yeah now kelly i might upset you um where do you think that taylor and joe fall in the uh paparazzi (laughs) picture spectrum i mean (laughs) (laughs) you need a minute i think i think they look they look very much in love right isn't that always here they have the worst paparazzi pictures yeah. Like, yeah. There is no way Taylor Swift is walking down the streets of like East Village with Joe Alwyn. And only, first of all, no one's going up to them. Second, there's only one or two photos. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like holding a rose or something. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, like her album comes out two days later. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, yeah. Where do you guys think? Which coast do you think does a better paparazzi picture, LA or New York? Oh. Oh, that's such a good question. I think I just like the feel of New York better because it's like hustle and bustle. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't really give a fuck if Minka Kelly is hiking. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But you want to see her, like, a a grainy nighttime photo of her, like, outside of, like, yeah, like Lucian or something like that. Mm -hmm. It has a nice feel. The New York, even when the New York pictures are like forced, they're still giving in a way, like way more than New than LA. Like, you know, like when Joe Jonas is out for the three thousand thousandth time a day, <laughs> he's changed his outfit forty times and right. like in head to toe styled Balenciaga shit. Like, it's pretty clear. But like in New York, it's not as egregious, I guess right because there's normies in the background usually yeah (laughs) i'm totally with you you guys these are like such excellent picks i'm (laughs) just honored to have you here to share these with me these were good ones i really really appreciate it (laughs) 
I have one more and I want to know what you guys yeah. think. Go Ooh. ahead. Henry Cable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His blind item life is allegedly he, <laughs> allegedly he likes young women. Mm. So he was written off The Witcher for Netflix. Oh, wait, are we talking like Leo Young or like... Like teen young. Oh. Like high school. Okay. So like, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So he was written off The Witcher. Um, Superman is not coming back for any more movies, I guess. And the whole PR of the, what is it? Enola Holmes or whatever that show is. That he's mm-hmm. on with Millie Bobby Brown was mm-hmm. about how he established strong boundaries with Millie. What do you think they're gearing up for for him for 2023? That's what I I know it's not like leaving him in 2022. I'm just curious what you guys think of what's happening. That is interesting because I thought for a long time Henry had gay rumors surrounding him. So this is really throwing me for a loop. Um <laughs> Wow. And God, Millie Bobby Brown, like, can we just, I want her out of the mouths of every significantly older man in Hollywood. Drake, Drake, I'm looking at you and Henry, please. Um, That sounds sketchy. Like, do you think, did you get the impression that they were angling like Millie held a torch for him, but he was like, no, I can't. That's what it seemed like. Mm -hmm. Mm. It felt like they were trying to get in front of a bad news story um because there's so many rumblings about Millie Bobby Brown you know and like I feel like people it almost became a real mainstream story like with the Drake stuff you know right um people were at least like talking about like how inappropriate her relationships are in Hollywood and I don't know I agree with Kelly I feel like that was weird like that whole press like and that was definitely like intentional like they really wanted that story to get out and all the news outlets that henry is so protective of her and that he set healthy boundaries with her like that was really weird that's a very weird thing to say yeah yikes yeah i guess that's not leaving him it's just like more of a prediction i'm sorry (laughs) no i mean it sounds like uh he needs to be left somewhere (laughs) Prison. Not in the high school, <laughs> not in the college either, but uh, yikes, that's yikes. Yeah, I could see, you know, we'll keep our eye out. I could see 2023 being the year that people maybe start to like raise an eyebrow at him. or Maybe he's just so hot that they won't, but I don't know. So maybe Q1 2023, we just all keep one eye peeled on the yeah. Mr. Henry. Yes. See what's going on. So gosh, maybe we should leave leave with on that note. Um, thank you guys. <laughs> thank you guys so much for this. This was a real, real treat. Thanks for having us. Yeah. This Happy so- New Year. Happy New Year to you both. And to you, Kara. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> New Year to you gorgeous ladies. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. You guys know I had to ask the one, the only host of Feathers in My Hair and Liz Explains, Liz Bentley. Hello. Hi, Kara. I'm I'm excited about this one. I I don't know quite what it is, but I know to be excited. So um, I'm just going to let you get right into it. Tell me what you're going to be leaving in 2022. 
So I actually went for the very first thing I thought of. I Right when you asked me, I like thought of something really quickly. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick with that instead of second guessing myself. What I'm leaving is celebrity rewatch podcasts. I do not need to hear a celebrity talk about the television show they were on for a hundred episodes. I don't need to hear that. Thank you. And Apple Podcasts, you guys need to find a special category oh. for these types of podcasts so that um, the regular people like me don't get run down by these numbers by um, fucking Kristen and, and Steven from the you know, Laguna Beach. I can't don't get it. me started. I actually like very, very rarely check the charts because I don't know. I don't like to receive any feedback about myself, including chart stuff. It's just that's not for me uh, because I can't think of anything positive. I can only spiral, uh, which is why I'm good at these segments but yeah I first of all anybody that's ever been on tv is in that tv category and it doesn't make any fucking sense it doesn't make sense like why is Vicky Gonvalson doing her (laughs) business podcast but it's in tv and film it doesn't make sense you guys (laughs) it doesn't make any sense um but do I listen to some of these rewind podcasts sure usually I only listen to a few episodes because by the third episode I'm like okay (laughs) think we got it yeah yeah got it yeah I'm with you like I feel like it loses steam like it it starts off really hot and it makes a lot of promises and then it's like very quickly here's the thing these people aren't podcasters so it like it makes it very uninteresting very quickly um I actually just happened to watch the back to the beach episode that they did with uh LC yeah I did Um, listen to that I watched it on YouTube because they had a video version. I figured that would be significantly more interesting. Um, not sure if it was, but <laughs> Lauren um, looked stunning, by the way. Beautiful. She's beautiful. <laughs> she really is my basic queen. Like I just like, I don't ex- I don't have her eyebrows. Of yeah, her eyebrows, her face like looked longer than it used to, but in like a very cool way. Like whatever yeah. she did, like is very minimal and amazing. She she's done very nice whatever it is that she's done it's done well yeah um, but one I don't know if this is on the audio version but the ads with them is like uh, every four minutes uh, 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 it's crazy it and I, don't I mean know how people listen to that get money I guess but it is yeah. crazy and like I said I I actually I the one that I've been like kind of enjoying is girls next level but even that, that I don't I don't listen to all of that like I turn off a decent amount of their episodes because I just don't care that much and here's the thing with celebrity rewatch podcasts the ones that we really want to hear are too famous to say anything that interesting right. and like that includes Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Cleddy who Stephen is actually not famous but he wants to be famous so he's not going to say anything really good uh, the ones that like will spill the beans or whatever are people like Spencer Pratt who've been doing that for 10 years anyway. So like truly who cares? I don't right. need another podcast with Spencer being like, Lauren's actually a bitch. Like, yeah, we right. know Spencer. We've heard you say it. Um, <laughs> Like there's just so little offer. And we can really blame this all on those two women from the office, Jenna and Angela, <laughs> who like made a podcast and I was like, okay, dummies. And then probably made a million dollars off of it. And so everyone was like, well, I want to make a million dollars just talking for 22 minutes because that's how long most of these podcasts are right. with ads, 22 minutes with ads. <laughs> right. They can record them all at once. Like I get why they do them. I just don't need it. Like Bethany Frankel, fucking keep it. 
keep oh, it please 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 keep all of breath bethany yeah um, but let's get back to girls next level because i think we're on the same page <laughs> we oh we are <laughs> the psychological elements of this podcast are way and their relationship dynamic between holly and bridget and how they view the past is so vastly different yes presently and to listen and experience um holly's anger mm-hmm. um bridget's um Bridget is in of two minds like first she's kind of realizing stuff she is realizing stuff she'll be like I just like I I swear to god in the first step she's like I just really like to think of everything with Hef like it was a really great time in my life and by the third episode she's like well when I was pressured into group sex with strangers so that I'd be able to live there even though I didn't want to do it in any way shape or form and was actually forced to bring other girls up and it made me feel like shit I'm like girly she says she wrote a fucking book on this i'm like what's in the book then what's in the book release the tapes release the tapes yeah she like is partly realizing stuff and then partly like uh still trying to keep this sunny memory in her mind of what happened yes and it's real interesting if you read between the lines i think part of that is that she i think bridget is so nice she's so sweet but she's a famous person. It's a persona. And she like every famous person has one, right? Like I think it's natural to her, which is why it's so endearing. But I do think like she's hyper aware of like what people want from her. And Mm -hmm. she's scared to like stray from that. Holly, I've been keeping up with Holly. Like I've listened to her audiobooks like Mm -hmm. maybe two or three times. Like I really liked her book. I watched some of her YouTube. So I've been like keeping up with Holly. And sometimes Holly confuses me because in one episode she'll be and I get it abusive relationships are really complicated Holly's allowed to feel how she wants but as somebody that's like really been keeping up with her I still am thrown for a loop sometimes because she'll be like haven't I we did not have a real relationship that wasn't real blah 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 and then like in the episode this week they were talking about Barbie Bennett coming and there was a a scene of Barbie and have slow dancing after Bridget went or Holly went upstairs and she goes didn't she think that was inappropriate? Mm-hmm. And Bridget goes, <laughs> no, no. And then Bridget is very kind. She goes, actually walk me through right. why you felt that was inappropriate. And I was like, oh, that was a really good way to respond. But I'm like, Holly, Holly is a, I want it both ways type of person. And yeah. like I said, I get it. Like abusive relationships are hard, but sometimes I'm like, I think Holly presents herself as over it a lot more than she actually is. And Absolutely. that's what throws me for a loop. So Girls Next Level is pretty good. But even that, I'm like, we don't need all, like, I this all doesn't need to happen the way that this is happening. Like, there's just too many of them. There are too many of them. There's too many. And I just like, I mean, th- there's obviously a market for them because they're very high on the charts, uh, but I just feel like there's really not a whole lot of substance happening there. But that, you know, I don't have to listen to it. That's the beauty of podcast, guys. You don't have to listen. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, I, and I don't listen to most of them, but I feel like every day I'm waking up and I'm reading the news of another TV person. And honestly, the ones that confuse me, the more of a scripted ones, I'm like, mm-hmm. truly, what is there to talk about for that many episodes? Right. Like, is there behind the scenes of this particular scene? Like, how, yeah, how many stories can you have or even remember from that time that would be mm-hmm. that interesting to people? I, can't imagine 
And I think this is where you and I and probably many of your listeners are different from other listeners in that I am a meta person. I actually don't care about the episode that they're watching. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about the storyline. I care about behind the scenes, what it was like filming, what they think of it now. Like, I, that's how I watch TV. (laughs) Like, it's my sick brain. It's how I watch TV. And so I'm like, like, what could they possibly have to say about The Office? <laughs> like, people right. ask me to recap scripted stuff all the time. And I'm like, no, like, I, yeah. I don't have anything to say about it. <laughs> like, Yeah, some things just have to speak for themselves. Like, there are a lot of times where I just like, don't feel like I can add anything. Yeah. And so I don't, you know? <sighs> yeah, so leave it. I'm leaving all of these celebrities rewatching and making millions of dollars by saying like it wasn't really like that guys (laughs) you don't even know guys it wasn't really like that right and like it's almost it's almost become like the new memoir you know I I mean it's a significantly easier way to make a memoir basically yeah Yeah. it's so easy it's like a quick little cash grab and like get money bitch I'm with you but also like I just feel like Apple, y'all got to come up with a different category. For they them should have a celebrity host category. Like, a thousand percent. Throw them all in there. I totally, totally agree with you. Oh my gosh. Do you have anything else to add? This is, this was really good. I think you guys maybe should listen to Girls Next Level if you're yes. looking for like read between the lines stuff. Yeah, I agree. I all like, I mean, yeah, I think it's worth listening to. I just don't think every episode is worth listening to. And I I no. guess I feel that way for most podcasts, but when I'm feeling that way and it's like it's going to be this subject forever, I'm like not sure. You know what I mean? Like I'm <laughs> right. just I'm just not sure how much longer Girls Next Level can really hold on. Yeah, and like no shade to the former playmates, like I don't give a shit. Oh, when they had that about... girl on that's married to Jeff Garcia, that football didn't, player, I'm like didn't listen. Didn't listen. <laughs> I listened to some of it and I was like, truly me no care. Like, unless you're gonna be talking about like <laughs> Hef being a rapist or like somebody getting drugged or like all of the bad things, like I just don't care. Yeah, like I just don't care that you guys went to like whatever club in the early 2000s and you had a great time. That's so nice for you. Also, don't need it recorded. There is not nearly enough commentary on Girls Next Level about the ages, and Holly will bring it up occasionally, but I want to get on that podcast and be like, Bridget, why the fuck did you let your 18 year old sister live in that mansion? What is wrong with you? Right. How did you possibly think that was good? I think she was under 18 when she first started coming there. I, I believe so. Yeah. And yeah. and said they're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, it's like they're very aware of some things and like very not aware of other things. And in a way that I kind of find interesting, but also frustrating. Yeah, I, I agree. And I really am just going to need Bridget to step it up a bit. Like, I get that you like looking back at the your pet's. And that's really sweet for you. And it's sweet for me. Like we all love Wednesday and Winnie. I get it. But like, you got to talk about something else. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Anything. Real. I just, I just like will never be over Bridget being like, yeah, that group sex thing. It's tough. (laughs) (laughs) Live on air. Smiling through it all. Even still, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. (laughs) (sighs) Oh my God. Well, thank you so much, Liz Bentley. This was a real treat. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me on. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys. You know, I had to get the legends that are Watch What Crappens, Ben and Ronnie. Hello. Welcome to the stage. Hi. Thanks for having us. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. We're just going to get right into it. Tell me what it is. Are you guys going to tag team or are we doing individually? What What are you leaving in 2022? Well, let's start with Ronnie. All right, Ronnie, you have the stage. So what am I leaving? Like, what am I leaving from Bravo? Anything at all. Anything from the pop culture space. What do you want to leave in this year? Oh, my gosh. What do I want to leave in this year? Um, I think I will leave one of the below decks. I mean, we've (laughs) got to get rid of at least one below deck. We don't need a below deck in every, what is below deck mall is going to be next. Get rid of one. (laughs) You don't need, I don't need them. Now they're on twice a week. I don't need them two times a week. Get rid of one. It's so overwhelming. The straight agenda strikes again. Like, I don't know what is happening. I'm like, I don't, how many are there at this point like seven i honestly don't know (laughs) dude i can't even count that and i like that you said straight agenda because that's exactly what it is listen yeah i want you all to live your best life really i do and (laughs) i i love the straight shows on bravo but this is not your straight show channel okay absolutely yeah i will throw my people on i'll throw my people under the bus in a second we're disgusting (laughs) and we need to be told off (laughs) i don't don't think we need this to be a a gay and woman space only but come on (laughs) it's like we're bringing the husbands in i don't need them to stay in there all week yeah we don't and we don't really need like three below decks that are on at the same time too like i'm i love me some below deck you know, the fact that it's year round is really hard, especially to recap it. But yeah. like we have Below Deck and Below Deck Adventure on right now. And they're basically the same show. I, I don't. It's a lot. It, it's so much. You guys must be exhausted. I feel for you. <laughs> I truly I'm do. not even I'm not even here. Like I've actually already. This, these are the gases leaving my dead body at this point. <laughs> well, those shows are actually a lot of times the most fun to cover because they're just so dumb and nothing happens. I mean, right. And so we Easy. could just make up stuff because, you know, we we love not telling the truth anyway and just making half of our <laughs> stuff up. And so like this week, Below Deck Adventure, literally nothing happens. Nothing yeah. at all. Like a guy hurt his ankle, but that's a continuing storyline from the week before. You know, the Wait, rest Ronnie, of it was... Ronnie, I don't mean to like be negative here, but you're completely overlooking the fact that the chef had to make a baked Alaska. Okay, so why don't you take that back? And it was half take an that hour back. of the recap. So it was fun, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> so maybe I'm changing my mind, but I've just made one at a time, you know, cause it's like, here we go again. Like it's a lot of cleaning toilets in my week. It, it really, really is. Um, do you guys have a, are you allowed to say if you have a preferred captain? Yeah. Yeah, of course we get, we're allowed. I mean, I think my heart will always be with Captain Lee. I mean, Captain Lee is the OG. He is, but outside of the Captain Lever, I mean, Captain Lee's also stepping down from the boat, you know, sadly. So right. I think outside of Captain Lee, I don't know, Captain Carey has been really doing a smash-up job in his first season, I have to say. He's on adventure, he, for those who don't he, know. Right, the Aussie guy. I mean, he's gorgeous. And that helps. He's hot. He's like the, he helps a lot, which, you know, I like. I love a teamwork captain. I think Captain Sandy had a better year for sure. She's redeemed herself a bit. Um, I mean, what I like you... all the captains. I don't really hate all the any of the captains. They do a good job of bringing captains that you like for the most. Yeah. Part. What do you think is a good formula for a below deck season? What is necessary, like drama wise or whatever, content wise? You know what? I think the best below deck seasons have had actually competent crews because there's some seasons where everyone is like straight off of Craigslist and they're like, what's a doorknob? And you're like, oh my God, like, why am, I, why am I watching these people? But when they all know what they're doing, then you can focus more on their like personal drama. And I right. feel like those are the best at seasons. Yeah, because like some it. of them become just about like, oh my God, that girl doesn't know how to set a table, you know, and then they talk about <laughs> it. And so, you know, also they copy each other a lot. So if one has a successful season with like sexual harassment, they're like, you know what we need? More sexual harassment. You know? <laughs> yeah. Or if there's like a big controversial racial storyline, they're like, you know what? Let's get some racists in here. That's right. great for our numbers, you know, <laughs> and that kind that. of stuff. They could cut the crap out with that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah. I mean, there was the season where there was that one stew who was so inept that she accidentally made mustard gas in the crew oh mess. Yep. yep, that was the first season I watched, and that was a lot. <laughs> that was <laughs> not a great season. Um, I always, like, I my question is, why does everybody act like the laundry is the worst place to be? Because that's where I would prefer to be, frankly. Just stick yeah. me in the laundry where I don't have to talk to anybody. I was thinking about that this morning, actually. I'm so because I'm so glad you said you that. Think. That's what this yeah. is what the show has taught me. That's what you think you would like because everybody's like, "Oh my god, I love laundry. Stick me in laundry. What do I care? Yeah. I don't have to talk right. to anybody." No, laundry is sweaty, disgusting. You're dealing with other people's ball sacks, you know. And I mean, <laughs> not their scrotums, but the sacks that hold the sacks. Sure, sure. You know, everybody is like nasty. Under, I mean, listen, I do my own laundry, and I'm disgusted. I certainly <laughs> don't want to touch anyone else's. And then it's like hot and steamy, and you're always, and no one's ever happy with it. And it's a lot of poly blends and crap you're having to iron. Yeah, no, laundry sucks. And also, who are you gonna fucking laundry? That's what I mean. Now that now you're asking the good questions, what position would you like to do? Well, that's the best. I mean, I actually think laundry is a good place for for fucking because you're just there. You're, you're right there by the crew mess, so people are always walking by because people are always stopping in the laundry room to kind of like flirt with you, you know. So you can like you can have the like game while you're also folding stuff. But I think like the constant ironing, I think would be would be a challenge for me. That's like a lot of ironing i do not love ironing i feel like i'm not good at ironing and i also like just resent ironing because for whatever reason every time i iron something i then like hang it up on a hanger and then two seconds later the wrinkles are back like mocking me so <laughs> i would have to deal with that every single day so yeah. i would want to be the chief stew not because of the power but because i'm a service queen and i'm good at service but also um 
hate cleaning toilets. And I think that's the only service job you can have where you don't have to clean the toilets. I agree. I agree. How about you? I want to I'm, I'm still with laundry. I'm still with laundry. You, and you are going to stay thing. with laundry, even after yeah. that pitch of how much laundry ruins people's lives. Yeah, because you brought the sex into it. And I'm feeling like it's easy to clean up. There are towels everywhere. And you could just stick it right in the washer and nobody would know. The evidence. Yeah. Immediately. And you don't have to deal with douchebags. I'm sorry. Like all the everyone on Blow Deck is like, I hate being in laundry. I want to be on service. It'll be more fun interacting with guests. I'm like, you're literally bringing like baboons on board and you want to talk to them. I mean, they're just like yeah. terrible people, you know? Yeah, that's what I like. So are the rumors <laughs> true that Heather Gay and Chris Harrington will be on Adventure or no? They or they were. They, they actually just the past two episodes oh, featured did. Heather and Angie H. But on Below Deck Advan- Adventure, Angie H. goes by Angela because it's a more formal show. Stop. <laughs> and it's so funny because you know that Angie H. paid for that trip. You know she did. Of course. And of course. they just cut her out of the whole thing. I mean, she barely got any lines. They called her Angela. And every time she tried to be funny, they would cut away. And Heather <laughs> came on like as real, you know, like trying to do this big, brassy broad thing and it was mm. it was pretty cringe but fun to watch you know i love a good yeah. cringe okay i'm gonna have to watch that immediately i'm immediately yeah. oh it's my our favorite goodness. one right now we're loving yeah. that one <laughs> it's hilarious um ben do you have something that you would like to leave in 2022 i think i do i'm so glad i went second because honestly when you asked me my entire brain just like was like a flat line <laughs> and now i've come to life a little bit like all this talking and I would like to leave behind in 2022 glam squads. I am sick of them. I I don't, I just, you know what? I'm not fascinated by them. Maybe this is just because, I don't know. It's just, it's it's not part of my life. (laughs) Guys, I'm just humble. (laughs) But um, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like we waste so much time watching Real Housewives walk into lobbies and where these at mainly on Beverly Hills, let's be honest. This is really a Beverly Hills issue. Like yeah, I just what I'm can't. hearing is that Erica ruined the Housewives franchise as a whole. That's yeah, what I did. <laughs> and I've been complaining about this for many years. Yeah, I've been cl- I've been complaining. She all she gives us are glam squads. And then because I feel like she has never get she doesn't give us herself. Who is she friends with? Who are her friends? Who are the people that she goes out to a coffee shop with? Maybe Excellent Mikey? Laya? We don't know. She doesn't give us anything but glam squads. And then what happened is the rest of the cast also was like, wait, if she's not giving us giving anything, we don't have to give anything. So now they all have glam squads. And we have these endless scenes of like Lisa Rinna walking down the staircase. Like, I love what you're wearing. What is that? That's Albert's. I love it. (laughs) One rotten puss pat spoils the whole bunch of. It's true. (laughs) A puss padded apple. You're absolutely right. I think, like, I feel like a lot of, like, uh, Potomac doesn't do a glam squad too much when they're on vacation, probably because Mia can't afford it at this point. But (laughs) I do think it brings a certain charm to it when you're just, like, no pretension. We're not worried about the camera. You know, maybe people will call you a crater face bitch on Twitter, but (laughs) that's real. That's real. It's real. Craters are real. And also it's like your creativity. Like, I want to see what you do. You know what I mean? I want to see you do your makeup. I don't want to see some professional with, you know, crazy lips do it. I want to see you do it. Yeah. New York was good for that. Like there were always, whenever Mm -hmm. they'd go on vacation, you'd always see Ramona putting on her makeup. Also, we kind of want to see them mess up their makeup too. Let's be honest. I mean, there's that. You want to see people look crazy. You know? know? That's the charm of Ramona Singer for me was that just singular curler in her, in her bangs. (laughs) 
as she gets ready. Like it's great. It's charming. Or remember that time when Dorinda had the crazy lipstick on? Like when they yeah. were were they in Mexico or Colombia? Or oh, they just, you, gotta, you gotta be more specific. <laughs> she looked like the joke. It's like it, that's it's like a famous gift where she's like, Yeah, definitely just Cartagena. Is, yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you're not if you have a glam squad, you're not gonna have those moments. Yeah. You're you're exactly right. You're exactly right. This yeah. Okay. I, and now I, we I, have to hear from the glam squads too. I mean, like Mikey, you know, Mikey seems nice and everything, but good Lord, I, do you really want to know Mikey's opinion on shit? I don't. Or no. Laya. Like, I don't care what Laya, you're a liar. Your name is Laya. You think I'm going to trust you? No, I don't care what you think. Like, you people are not on the show. I don't want your opinions on freaking Lisa Vanderpump or whoever, you know, go away. Yeah. yeah the only thing I want to know for Mikey is how he's getting paid. What, what stray gifts cards mm-hmm. is he getting in compensation for this? I, I need to know. Erica's been living on off all that money that she's been living on off. She's been living off all that money that Tom's best friend put in her account or whatever. Yeah. That's what all the mm. rumors are. So, I mean, she's still, he's still got a paycheck. See, in my mind, Mikey's getting like, we're just going through old swag boxes and getting like a Chili's $25 <laughs> gift card from that expired in 2014. <laughs> like that's what he's getting paid for. Just hope for the best. He's <laughs> cash again. <laughs> gift certificates from like a a, sh- a shitty ass <laughs> shitty ass gifting suite right. for like a like a eyebrow threading place in studio city <laughs> he's paid in foul packs ron and i once went to one of those and it was pretty grim really i i can only imagine at this point we, we both oh still God. have the flashlights the flashlight i'd say the flashlight was amazing <laughs> there's usually one good thing in there maybe maybe mikey has a flashlight maybe he has several at this point (laughs) he's getting paid in flashlights (laughs) oh my gosh you guys this was a real treat thank you so much these were excellent picks oh thanks kara oh thank you is that it yeah that's it oh my god that was so fast yeah yeah so i'm I'm good i'm good for an in and out but you guys have a, a happy holidays and a happy new year Thank you. You're based here in LA, right? Now I'm in New York. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll call you next time we're doing the crappies over there. Yeah, please please do. Um, do. We'll be there this spring, I think. Like in May. Yeah, we'll call see if you want to come or go out or do something. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm there. I'm there. All right. You guys have a good night. Have a great day. You too. See you later. Bye. 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 